0: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising
2: compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au On SEN, The Odds
0: Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart.
3: Two minutes after eight o'clock. Uh, welcome everybody around the country, around Victoria, and the great city of Melbourne. Welcome to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, what a what a day we have. It's a it's a it's a day that we'll never forget. David Taggart, welcome to you this morning. Uh, great to be here. Oh, it's, In the, no, a
2: little bit chilly, but uh, yeah. we're back to reality now. Everything's done and dusted. I think what well, we have got Packingham Cup next week, but uh, yeah, sort of yeah. Ha- back to reality now. Back to uh, racing over.
3: To the, the Christmas months. Yeah, I haven't sort of got to that Packenham Cup stage at the moment. I, I've got to... We've got Royalty back in the room, We, we have, haven't we? We've got okay. Royalty back in the room. But you've still got working. to wear your stripes. Yeah, you do. And he, he's a little quiet at the moment. I think he'll he'll probably be a touch on the subdued side for the next week or two. But the great man has returned to the odds couple. He's uh, given the other lightweight mob the, bu- the brush, the Basil Brush, and he's come back to the Odds Couple. And Simon Marshall, it's a big welcome to you, albeit massive thanks to Big Paddy, one of Melbourne Grammar's favourite sons, uh, Big Paddy. He was here and filled your boots admirably, albeit I think he found one winner in three months. But uh, we, we wish Paddy well. Um, tags fired him during the week, just rang him and said, you're off, Pat. We've got the big man back. Welcome back, Simon.
4: Good morning, Australia.
3: Welcome back, Sim. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it
3: is so good to be back. On the
4: odds couple, 8 o'clock on the morning. Dame, you looking fantastic. You've cut your hair, Big Tranna, the uh, producer of the stars. Outstanding stuff you're doing on racing.com. Big Sim,
3: <laughs> Yeah, showing
4: a sign of maturity around the chops. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'll, Start I'll growing I'll that. a bit
3: of a, uh, well, I said to my wife last night, I said, I'm going a bit of the George Clooney look. And she said, he ain't got as many chins as you've got. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a... I'm quite enjoying the, the bit of growth. <laughs> First yeah. time
4: I've seen security stop you at the door on the way in here. <laughs> Tags, great to see you, mate. How's the spring carnival for you? Fair. Uh, I finished on top, but uh, it was hard as always.
2: But, uh... What was your highlight? Oh, I didn't really have one. It's uh, <sighs> You know, it was...
4: I would have said was, working over the oh, well, we did say two that two months we with said Simon that previous, O'Donnell course, on track. And,
2: and Trent. Of course, our producer he was great. Yep, um, and, and of course the, the the princess on the punt, Katie Price, she was yep. wonderful too. Tipped the thirty to one winner, Right. so she out tipped us all. So uh, it did was she? wonderful. And uh, I wouldn't say she out tipped me. What was yeah, your best? What was your best day? Was it I, Caulfield? Was it, it the Valley? Was probably final day. I, I tipped. I tipped three, four winners there. I tipped the last winner, Hal Vorson, seventeen dollars. Fill up. That was mm. good, and yeah, Philip, and uh, and of course, uh, Paddy done a great job. He didn't take the news too good with the, the sacking that I gave, gave him during the week, oh. but there was actually more to it. I actually had to go to racing.com and get you fired so you can come back.
4: Well, it's uh, there's a couple of elements to that are correct. First and foremost, Paddy Garshagan, he's a, uh, he's a great man, represented the business very well, and Patrick, he wouldn't have slept last night. His favourite horse of all time, four beers please, has a uh, oh, last op- run ever. Today, and it's to say goodbye to The He is chaperoning 120 of Sportsbet's finest members and punters. That'll be fun.
3: We're at Yarra Valley, though. In
4: a marquee at Yarra Valley, race three, 1,500 metre, 13 runners, drawn 13. Cam Willer rides the beautiful mare. Oh, I'm taking three off it. Cam's hot. It's a swan song, and Paddy's uh, leading the charge on behalf of uh, the mighty business of uh, sports bet out there today. So it's a big day. So, Thank you, Patty. Win, lose, he or will draw. Be back. Win, lose, or draw. So if she wins, she's, she's still retired. She has a beautiful home to go to as well. What Don't a, tell me she's um, going to start. She can't be going to start. She'll become a lovely equestrian horse would. with the four white socks. She's a flashy chestnut. Mm. And uh, big sim, so we wish Patty all the best. But he will be back. As you know, we started a new show on racing.com sports bet called Insider Trading with Julesy Valance and Benny Clifton. 12 episodes. Uh, It was a great deal of fun. A lot of information out in half an hour to keep punters up to date. Fresh on a race morning. And it worked very well. We'll be back in February. So off the bench, back in here with the boys. I didn't sleep well last night knowing that I was going to join you, Big Sim. And we're going to rip it a new one for the next hour. Let's go, big fella. (laughs)
3: I threw to him at two minutes past eight. It's now six minutes past eight, and he's only just finished. Well, as I
2: said, it, he's not in on the intro, I said you've got to earn your stripes, and he's just taken over just so he can
3: get back on the intro. For
4: that, you, know, mate, you can have no, it No, on. no, you can keep the intro. I like the intro. It's
3: terrific. Just happy to pitch in. Our uh, text machine, 043398 at 11.16. Uh, your thoughts on maybe uh, how the spring went on SEN Racing or tags as tips? Uh, on SEN Racing, right throughout the spring carnival, uh, 0433981116. It just a, a little um, snapshot here, Simon, for you of uh, tags and how he's tipping actually, how he reacted to his tipping uh, during the spring.
0: Esperance in front, Helvorsen's got through and is charging. Helvorsen moves up to Esperance. Helvorsen takes Esperance. Helvorsen won the last from Esperance. David Taggart strikes at big odds. That's
1: paid better than $15. Helvorsen came storming through the middle and David Taggart
0: strikes at big odds. That's paid better than $15. And Taggart has bookended the card Simon.
2: Yeah, well, it's actually, Jared, I'll take over from here, mate. It, it, it,
1: it's, it's,
2: it's not how you start the carnival; it's how you finish it off. Uh, fifteen-dollar winner. He was climbing all over the backs of these uh, the, these front runners, Helvorsen and Andy Malian was. And as I said, he wasn't down here for a holiday, but uh, finished off with a fifteen-dollar winner. How good is this racing, Kefir? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: That was sensational
2: he just, took it over he, uh, he uh, just took over the little fella. just took I, I it. had to. It was, uh, but I had one of them carnivals, as you asked me before, how was it? I couldn't tell you how many seconds I had. I reckon I had more seconds than I did winners. It was just a frustrating carnival. It's but you, anyway.
4: It's how you finish, it, eh? Okay. Andrew Mallion, too. He ducked down from his new abode on Gold Coast. He's uh, moved the family up there, riding very well. Very underrated rider. Just the one ride over the carnival. Flew himself down to stick with Hal Vorson. So congratulations to that young man.
3: Okay, uh, Hopefully, uh, Robbie Lang will have a chat to him uh, as the show goes on this morning. Uh, Robbie's hit some tough times, and um, there's been some differing reports in the in the media about uh, who's who in the zoo. So we'll try and straighten a bit of that out with Robbie Lang this morning. Uh, hopefully, a little later on, Kelvin McAvoy, um, uh, Tony and or well, his dad Tony and himself are uh, forming quite a formidable partnership, oh, and they've flying. got Haydock over in Perth again today. But we'll have a yarn to. To Kelvin, a little later on in the show, um, some big news around the place. F- first bit of news, you know, we come off a spring carnival where there was, I, I think, people right, rightly asked a lot of questions about where the spring carnival and, and when I say the spring carnival, isolating the, the four days of the VRC carnival, uh, our, our numbers were down. You know, the weather was putrid on three of those four days, so you know, I, I think there's some excuses there, but. Um, there's there was plenty of questions asked about where the participation is and where that where the industry is as a as a uh, public acceptance of, of where we are on a on a animal welfare perspective um, uh, integrity perspective there was there was plenty of plenty of stuff to talk about and get you get your teeth into but um, the VRC elections are coming up shortly and we've had two of the Board members come out and speak against the chairman Amanda Elliott uh, in the media, which I, I find staggering. But that's that's my opinion. I don't know why you wouldn't just do it in the boardroom. Why you have to come out and air your dirty laundry I'm not in o- public is beyond me.
4: I'm not over this, big sim. Can you keep us up? To, can you get us up to date? What's actually happened with VRC um, when when we read that defence chairman's email? What what's happened?
3: Sorry, say that again.
4: Uh, the VRC defends the chairman Amanda Elliott's emails.
3: Yeah, <coughs> look. I, I think there's there's a there's a bit of a dust up about the the um, uh, the new chairman and and how that new chairman will um, take over from Amanda uh, now I, I'm not sure who that new chairman is but I, I think there's been a succession plan that is put in place uh, but coinciding with that I think Amanda Elliott, well, I know she steps down in 2020 mm-hmm. um, and that succession plan i understand is is well and truly underway there's also board elections on now and amanda's one of those that has to be re-elected yep Uh, but what uh, i i suppose whether whether the um some of the board members are now thinking well um the plan that was put in place needs to be either modified or updated or with 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 some of the issues that have hit the industry in, in recent times i'm not too sure but again, you know, we, we've had a couple of the board members come out and, and speak publicly about it. Um, and when I say that, you know, spoken to a journal, it gets into the papers and it you know, goes everywhere and sundry for people to read. And you know, I personally, whatever those issues are, you know, I just think they should be sorted out in the boardroom. Um, whether whether it's about uh, that succession plan, how it's been distributed amongst the board, what's been said on an email, whether, whether Rightly or wrongly, you're on a board to represent your sporting club. Uh, that sporting club is the VRC, or that organisation is the VRC. Um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of issues facing racing now. I think the last thing, if you had the right intent, the last thing racing needs is another issue. And you know, why board members would think the best thing to do here, with all the challenges racing has publicly at the minute... Is let's step out and start a real brawl in public instead of having the brawl in the within the four walls of the boardroom. I, I, I find that absolutely staggering, just staggering. And what it does do, I, I think it it shows a, a, a real lack of um, uh, the thought process being for the betterment of racing, and that's that's the part that that gets up my skirt is that that. Um, you know, people, people in those positions have got to be thinking of the sport as a whole, not their positions or what they think is best outside of the boardroom. If you want to say something, say it in a boardroom. I don't see how it becomes a a public issue unless you have ill intent, as far as I'm concerned.
4: He's so saying it's not advantageous to anybody.
3: Nope, nope. in your dirty laundry in public.
2: No one wins. And and with the in the the with the Sydney, what Sydney are doing for landies. What are you trying to say? They should unite as well and try and make Victorian racing better?
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to that. Um, uh, I think it, it's a topic worth following. Um, one of the topics worth following this week is uh, Robbie Lang, as, as uh, there's been differing headlines around the place, uh, Robbie, and, and where he's, his training future is at. And he's been good enough to join us on the Odds Couple this morning. Morning, Rob. Sorry. Hello. Good. Rob, um just just quickly, uh, you, your licence uh, as um, a trainer is no longer uh, or apparently no longer. Can you just explain the situation where you're at at the moment with that licence and, and how you can go forward either uh, as a trainer or your business can go forward? Because the challenges obviously are financial ones and you and Racing Victoria, I think, have a different... Differing opinion on where that sits?
1: Um, Yeah, it's a little bit confusing. Um, The last 24 hours, to me, it's been confusing. I rang up to accept with two horses for um, Craneman last night. And I did that on Wednesday morning at quarter to nine. And the girl who answered said, no, there's a note here from licensing. We cannot accept your acceptances anymore. And I went, wow. I thought... uh, the end was uh, midnight that day. Anyway, my son Jack has a license, so I thought, who can I ring at short notice? Take the horses on and also accept. So I, thought, I rang Jack, and he said, yeah, "No worries. There so is a stable return of the two that ran last. were going to run last night, and uh, and accepted with them." The only person I could seek any advice of was my dad, who had been suspended as a trainer. I said, "What law did Pat Lawler lay down when you were suspended?" He said, "Well, we don't want to disadvantage the punters or the owners. The horses can stay where they are till they race and engage it in new address." And because I received no advice, I thought, "Well, that's going to be the case with Zumanor and Passaro." But last night, they looked for those two horses yesterday afternoon at Jack's and they were still at my place until they ran. So they were scratched, Uh, both nearly favourite, owned by the same people. So they were disadvantaged. But then I was talking to one of the stewards and he said, Well, the surprise is that they weren't going to run in your name anyway. Mm. I said, Well, when I tried to accept, I was told I couldn't. He said, Oh, that's a mistake. You're allowed to have runners today and tomorrow.
4: That's uh, un- I don't know. Unfortunate, Robbie. But uh, hey, Robbie, Simon here. Good morning. Tom. Uh Rob. Um, there's a There's a path that's le- led us all here to be interviewing you this morning, and. Um and it's it's a little bit deeper than that. Can you fill us in as to why uh, we're we're reading stories on racing.com that uh, it's due to unpaid rent uh, at, at Cranbourne Stables that these horses aren't allowed to be accepted for races and so forth? But tell us about the path that you that you're in that that got you yeah. or led you to this right now.
1: Yeah. Look, uh, I don't need any uh, violin for me. uh, and, uh I'll come up uh, Clumps again, uh, but uh, just things didn't turn out wrong. So, uh, uh, end of 17, I was accused of giving a little Indian trend balloon. It was widely spread, like Simon just said before. These things should be held behind closed doors until they're uh, 100% sure of what's happened. I had horses leaving the stable left, right and centre. And then early 18, 2018, we had yearling sales couldn't get anybody to buy a yearling because they all thought I was going to do two years disqualification. qualification, so that was a, a bummer. Uh, then Rachel and myself split up. Uh, we did uh, uh, race all our horses under double RL, Rachel and Robbie Lang. Um, all the stake money won by those horses continued to go to Rachel. I rang, I complained. I said Rachel's a band and chip, which is unfortunate. I said, but she's out of the racing syndicate. And I need to stake money to pay me rent, pay feed, pay staff. And it fell on deaf ears. So after this went on for six months, when Stars of Karen won the, the VARs at Mooney Valley, our 10% went all went to Rachel, nothing to me. So I complained very, very hard. And we did get a hearing. And the powers to be at
5: the
1: RV, they agreed. and said, yeah, yeah, you do have a good case. You should be getting the money. So after that, I got, I did get the state money, but ninety thousand had gone to Rachel, and nothing to me, and it makes it very hard to pay the rent. So that's why I got behind in the rent.
3: And that's the reason why the the, the non-acceptance of horses and the the, the suspension of your license. That, that's the yeah. the background to it, Rob. What what's now your next step? H- how do you get out of this situation? Um, and is that money being held in, in trust as such or, or Rachel has the right to, to use that money um, of, to her own volition? Um, and, oh, no she, she,
1: yeah. no, she used it. She used it. Um, so that's not part expense, of a
3: settlement or anything like that? that, that that's actually... Uh, it's no, gone no, into no. the usual account and she's the only one that has an opportunity of using it. Yeah, well,
1: she used it. And uh, the other thing, expense I come up with... Uh, the two girls went back to Halebury at the start of this year, and uh, school fees hadn't been paid since November 17. So I had a bill there of $75,000. Uh, my second youngest was so emotionally distraught, uh, really tugged on me heartstrings, and I, I said to her, I said, if you're prepared to come and live with me and help at the stables, help do some housework, I said, I'll walk over broken glass for you, love. So uh, I had two trucks. I sold a high truck. I sold some horses and did a deal with uh, the chap at Halebury and that paid for half the deficit. So I was was, was trying to pay too many things. Mm. Uh, I don't know where people hold uh, a kid's uh, education, but she had been there for 10 years into her last year. So I thought that was pretty important. So yeah, look, it all just, it just on snowball, you know. Mm. But no, no stake money. Then I thought I was going out on a limb to do the right thing for the kid, paying the the school fees, and I've ended up with nothing.
3: <laughs> well, Rob, uh, a nasty situation. Let's let's hope there's a um, a comfortable outcome for all concerned. We wish you
0: well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, no license makes it hard to pay anyone now, because mm. uh, if I've got no license, then no livelihood. Apparently, I've got to apply for a strapper's license now to be allowed on the course. So.
4: Mm. Mm. Robbie, we go. just before we let you go the best uh, situation for you just quickly is do you, do you need someone to run your business because you're naturally gifted as a horse trainer and you'll be able to trade out of this if you're able to do that
1: Oh, yeah look at that, pretty extraordinary circumstances uh, look, if, if me, and, me and my wife uh, were together for years and years and I worked for, we worked for the boss and we've split I'm the one working, I'm sure the bloke earning the wage would have been getting the money. Mm. So There'd be a change. It'd be a change of signature or something, something pretty pretty simple. But this wasn't the case. Um, no matter how much I complained and wrote and rang,
3: uh,
1: I didn't get. Any, I didn't receive any of Double R L State money.
3: Well, um, let's hope Rob, there's a uh, a remedy to the situation, and um, and we can see you back on a race course and uh, and training winners and. Um, bringing back some, some good memories from uh, some wonderful horses you've had over the journey. Yeah, best wishes.
1: Simon, I'm sure I'll be training lots of winners uh, before uh, long after the current RVL committee, and probably stewards have gone. I'll be still training winners. Don't worry.
3: Good on you. Robbie Lang, uh, okay. fa- thanks for joining us. Rob, Rob Robbie Lang sure. joining us uh, this morning on the Odds Couple. Yeah, it's a nasty situation.
4: Yeah, it is. It's very unfortunate for all.
3: Personal and, and business. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, quickly get to Richard Hummerston from
0: Sportsbet. Hummer. On 1116 SEN, a Sportsbet update. Check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi today. Combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. Gamble responsibly.
3: From what I gather, Hummer, all uh, punters are heading to the Yarra Valley.
0: Correct. Morning, boys. All roads head to Yarra Valley race course today because we say farewell to the most beautiful filly that has ever graced the racetrack of course i speak for beers please the punters race hall. she she's the most beautiful looking chestnut filly she has got the temperament of just the most beautiful temperament the only thing wrong with her scuba she's just not any bloody good So <laughs> she she comes to an end today she has her last race race three now she's going over 1500 meters which she hasn't done before however I am told that she's just going to win today. If you're a script writer, she wins. We've got 150 of her owners coming down with us to celebrate. We're putting on beers. In fact, we've got a couple of tickets left. So if you've if you've got uh, you know a, a spare few hours today, you want to join us on the track, slide into our DMs on Instagram. We'll look you up with some beers and some food. But today we say goodbye to the greatest horse ever. She's off to. Uh, she's got a beautiful career ahead of her as a show horse. Hopefully, she's a better show horse than she has been a race horse. Race three. into $4.50. The punters are getting behind her. Let's farewell a champion. We love you, Busy. Gamble responsibly.
3: Good on you, Hummer. We farewell you, uh, and uh, thank you very much on behalf of Sportsbet. And you can check out Sportsbet's new same race multi-combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. And, of course, as per
0: usual, gamble responsibly. On SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart.
3: 27 minutes, uh, 28 minutes after 8 o'clock, and time now to go up to our friend in Queensland, Sammy uh, Highland, of course, with thanks to Racing Queensland. One expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. And, uh, Sammy, it's a very good morning to you as we head to Dooman today. Nine races on a soft five.
0: Sign it is George Moore stakes day. What a gun jockey he was! Uh, one of the best, wasn't he? And uh, yeah, it's great that uh, 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 we've got a really good race day on here today at Doomben. So uh, yeah, they've watered this track up, so good in the track. And uh, yeah, there's a couple, like a couple of uh, really good races there with good depth to them. I'm going to go off with my best race two number six. Let's get it early with So Dapper. I've tipped him before. He's by So You Think. This horse for the uh, John Simon's Sheila Laxton camp, and tell you what, he's a good horse. And Larry Cassidy got off him uh, after winning on him last time round. He said this is a group horse, and Trommel Schlagen will lead. There'll be good tempo in this race. He just needs a bit of luck slotting in from the gate. But gee, I reckon he'll be hard to beat.
3: Well, so dapper, named after you, actually, Sammy. That's what I can say.
0: <laughs> Very dapper young probably,
3: man you probably. are. But uh, press for time this morning. Good to chat, and uh, we'll keep an eye race two, number six, so dapper this afternoon.
0: Good on you guys.
3: Good on you. Thanks, Sammy. And for horse, jockey, and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. On SEN, the odds
0: couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. 28 minutes to
3: nine o'clock on the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, uh, David Taggart, and we've welcomed back this morning Simon Marshall. <laughs> great to have him back into the fold. Great to have him
4: back. Yeah, yo, what's
3: up? And great to listen to Sammy Highland too. He's been on fire with mm. his tips. Yes. Mm. Mm. Race two, number six, up there at Duman. So Dapper. Talking about Dapper, Kelvin McAvoy uh, joins us. So three states uh, they're going to be trying to make an impact today. The McAvoy stable. Kelvin, welcome to the Odds Couple.
5: Yeah, good morning, guys. I haven't been called Dapper for a while.
3: But <laughs> I, I, When does the, your Ballarat Stable open, Kelvin?
5: Yeah, look, all the council approval and everything has come through and um, it's just an a matter of them building it now and uh, it obviously might be a little bit slower over the Christmas period, but we're hoping um, sort of around May next year. Right. Uh, with a bit of luck, but, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a see how they go, I think. Beautiful.
3: Just at the start of winter, mate, you'll love that. You won't be looking dapper oh, in God. the... Uh, when you're putting on the thermals and the big uh, rain jacket and woolly uh, scarf up there. And, and Kelvin, we had...
5: I might be ringing up Kathmandu for uh, sponsorship.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And, Kelvin, we had uh, your father on last
2: week and he said you are going to be running the operation up at Ballarat. Are you looking forward to that challenge?
5: Yeah, I really am. Um, It's obviously a a really good community of young trainers up there at Ballarat and great facilities and, um, you know, it'll be good to spend a bit more time over here in Melbourne. So... Um, and it would give Dad the opportunity to be spending a bit more time back in the
3: Barossa, which is what he's really looking forward to doing. Kelvin, uh, interesting day for you guys today. A couple of runners at the Valley, and you've got Haydock over in the West and also runners uh, in Adelaide. Uh, let's quickly touch on Haydock. He, he's um, returned to racing after a, a long time out, was, uh, I thought, bring it at uh, Sandown a couple of weeks back. Uh, all good the way yeah. he's travelled over to Western Australia, et cetera? Yeah,
5: he's really taken to Perth well. Um, Camille uh, is over there. She's looked after him his whole career, and, and Dad's uh, spent the week over in Perth. So, uh, look, he, he's taken to it lovely. He's been to the beach. Uh, there's a photo on social media yesterday of him, and he just looks in, in, in great order. So uh, we're going in, you know, with a little bit of confidence. We obviously got the queries second up uh, after 14 months off uh, and, and a bit of a sticky barrier. But, you know, looking at the the track there. There's a 600-metre
4: run before the bend, and Luke will have plenty of time to work out what he wants to do. Good morning, Calvin. Um, he's 1,300-metre gallop at Sandown. Um, he's, he's an amazing horse. We know he's a Group 1 Manicado stakes winner, uh, but the 1,300 first up off a long layoff. Uh, I was interested uh, to listen to your father's comments with his gallop at Sandown, and it was an aggressive placement over the 13 first up. He pings the lid so quick, and he was right there to the end and only got beat point three of a length um what did you take out of that run
5: yeah exactly so we took a lot out of the run um obviously being off the scene for so long um and and as you could have seen luke did his best to bring him back and he still traveled probably too strong and and only being beat 0.3 of length you know that is the difference so we're hoping that took the edge off him a nice trip over to perth and uh, he's had a couple of little bits of work since he's been over there. And all he needs to do is just race a little bit less fresh today and um, he'll have a greater kick. It was a bit of a, you know, we, we tried to get him ready for the VRC sprint uh, and we just needed another week, another couple of gallops into him. Um, and then we looking at the options. There wasn't much else you can run a 112 grader in. So the 1300, we weren't too worried about that. Uh, you know, sometimes the, the tempo of the 1300 can be a bit easier for a first up task than a 1,200 um, sometimes, even though it's further. Um, but, yeah, we thought he was so courageous, and um, we had a double on that, a stakes double on that day, and I think we probably took more excitement out of Haydock.
4: Well, it's quite amazing that he's not. He opened up at $9 with sports, but he's out to $12. Luke Curry's there to ride him. This is a wait for age scale. Trekking is probably on paper the best horse in the race. He's drawn three, gets back into an awkward position. Um, I don't mind you drawn out. What are your thoughts with Luke Curry to ride him on speed today?
5: Yeah, look, but there won't be too much instruction. Luke knows the horse so well. And obviously, being drawn out there, he's going to have um, he's going to have a plenty of time to make up his mind, what he wants to do. Look, we don't really necessarily want to lead. It'll all be depend, depending on what the others do. And if they decide to fly and he can slot in just behind the, the leaders, that would be a, a perfect result, you know. But um, like you said, he, he, he pings the lid so quickly and um, is quite keen for that first furlong of each race. Uh, but it's just going to be
2: up to Luke, Luke and him to work it out. And Cal, you've got a couple of runners at the valley. Uh, Secret Blaze is probably the best of them. Baron Vorster having a look around the valley for the first time, uh, and you're flowing him over, of course, from South Australia. Yeah, regular rider. Yeah,
5: he actually uh, won a race two Friday nights ago. Oh, he did valley, too, sorry. Just go there for Rob Hickmont. But um, look, we we um, Baron's done a lot of work on these. Both these two horses, and um, we thought it was very fitting to bring him over. Uh, both drawn a little bit sticky, uh, but Secret Blows is even greater. He just looks... There wouldn't be a horse in the stable here. at that looks better than him. And um, his first up win, or the, the win off the fresh nut, was fantastic. He can, he's a month between runs up to 2,000, but um, we're really confident he'll a nice race.
3: And the best of your team in Adelaide, Kelvin?
5: Yeah, I think Ra Bihar. Um, she's a really... Progressive staying filly, well bred by Fastnet Rock, and won two of the last three. Um, she in between the two wins. We took her up to stakes grade um, after a mate win, and she only got beat 1.1 lengths, uh, 1.1 lengths uh, after doing having a really tough run. So she's really thriving. In the conditions of she's loving the training and um, has not gone backwards.
3: But uh, thanks for your time this morning on the odds cover. Look forward to speaking to you again soon, and uh, wish you well with, um, uh, well, across the country today with your runners. Yeah, thanks
5: for having me, boys. Cheers.
3: Good on you, Kelvin McAvoy uh, joining us there. Had Tony McAvoy on last week. Kelvin, do you reckon... They speak uh, very well, don't they? Yeah, you reckon Trent will throw up someone a bit different for us or maybe Ooh. we'll talk to Tony's wife or something next, next week. week? Yeah, we'll just yeah. keep look going. Forward to, yeah, look forward to it. Yeah, be another McAvoy somewhere we can talk to. Maybe yeah. maybe be Kieran. We'll get Kieran on. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Kieran on. Just yeah. keep the McAvoys going. This is The Odds Couple, sponsored uh, by Sportsbet and the the McAvoy's. 22 minutes to 9 o'clock.
0: On SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart.
3: Welcome back to The Odds Couple, with thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, We haven't even mentioned, I think, Moonee Valley today we are. That's where we're going. We're going out to the valley, the cauldron. The home of the W S Cox plate. Yep, that's what we to today. Braille goes we're back into the four tree, I think. in the tree, Good four. Good yeah. four. Nine mils overnight. Our producer will know that. Trent, yeah, could no. you just tell me in my ear, are we on a good four? <laughs> oh, that's correct. I told you half an hour ago. Do you think Trent's not sort of in a great frame of mind with me? Yeah, well, Gee, yeah, I, I might while well, you guys are getting trading well telling us the best back runners and the uh and the quality. I might go out and have you under Trent, see if we can get back on an even keel. Righto, big sim. You know what to do now? Mooney Valley. Welcome
2: back, Simon. Thank Make you sure go. you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Perfect. And, and before we get going, is there any sports bet specials on today?
4: There is, Tags. Races one to four at the Valley and also Rose Hill oh, they're oh, racing oh. today. That's eight races right across Australia for you punters to take advantage of this beautiful promo because if you happen to run second or third, you'll get up to $50 back in bonus bets. Oh, oh. Here are the two best back runners primary, in nine races at Mooney Valley. Rail true, good for nine mils of rain overnight. Generally, your return on investment suggests that leaders and also on paced horses at Mooney Valley are suited best. Here is the best backed, two best backed runners in race one. It's a thousand meter two-year-old race. Tag a lower number two, four dollars forty into three dollars fifty and your favorite. Very popular, this horse after making it stay built at Flemington on the wrong part of the track on that occasion, but worked home super well. 4.40 into 3.50. The next best is a first starter by the Mar Houston Stable. And that is number six, Big Easy. $5 into 4.40, now 4.60. Your numbers two and six, race one. Race two. The Big Easy, what's it named after? Yes, New, New, Orleans. John, Orleans. Ernie Ernie New Orleans. Ernie Eels. New Orleans. Ernie Eels. Hey, or Ernie Owls. The Big Easy, what's New Orleans. What's New Orleans
2: got to do with it? That's the nickname of New Orleans. The Big Easy. You did not know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay.
4: Just... Welcome back after the break, punters. New York, We're the looking big apple. at uh, Mooney Valley. This will be race two, 1600 metre three year old, number two, Balabal.
3: It's good to have just... you back, mate. It's been hard. Oh, it's
4: Just spoke been to team. Hard. Hard. Hey, I'm full
2: boy, of then. information and you don't believe me. I don't make up things like you do. Oh,
3: that's a shocking thing <laughs> to accuse someone of. <laughs> a shocking thing of accusing someone of making things up. That's terrible. If you're referring to the <laughs> the, the pre- president of the USA the the, the pre Civil War presidents <laughs> of the United States, you've got that's a terrible thing to say to I'm, Maca- I'm gonna, McCarthy. I get I to get legal opinion on that. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. <laughs>
4: um, race two. Sixteen hundred meter three year old race. A.T. McAvoy owned the favorite uh, trained the favorite here, had a nice win last start. She's well placed over the sixteen here, Balabul. $3.20 into $2.50, and your favourite. Number seven, November Dreaming. $2.90 out to $3, but we're holding good money. Two and seven, race two. Race three is a 1,000-metre mare's race. It's benchmark 84. And Balavala, $4.40 into $4, is the best-backed runner and your favourite. Four, four to one the field here. Number four, Causeway Girl, $5 into $4.80, suggesting this also run a good race. One and four. Race six three. in the previous race, only seven in that in, in race three. Small fields, a lot of scratchings yeah, today. Big Sim mm. affected. Uh, we'll stick to the thousand meter gallop. And this is race four. Good to see Jungle Edge back. Good luck to the connections with the 11 mm. year old. Misty goes the best backed runner, number three, though 460 into 420 into four dollars. Wagner is holding a favorite, he's quite solid, number six, three dollars twenty. Three and six, race four. We've been to race five. It's a 1,500-metre benchmark, 64. Five scratchings has affected this race. Uh, Talenti was outstanding, this New Zealand horse, making its uh, debut at Moonee Valley last start. Baron Forster rode the horse on that occasion, uh, Tags. He stays with this horse into $1.80 from eighty from two seventy. but um, obviously um, the dividends have been affected there with uh, the five scratchings. Mm. So, uh, Bill, the B, number seven, $3.80, the second-best-backed runner. We're going with five and seven, race five. Race six on the program means... Oh, oh, first leg of the quaddie. You guessed it. 1,200-metre <whistles> benchmark, 70 for the three-year-olds. Interesting race here. Rubasaki, $3.30, has had very good support and now um, uh, probably the best-backed runner. Samals, $3.00, out to 3.10, holding really good money for this horse, but strong push for number four, Rubasaki. Four and six, race six. Yeah,
2: nice little race to kick off here, and I'm not sure how good Rubasaki is. He, he, he's first up at the 1,200. I know he ran second in the Gibson Carmichael's a two-year-old over a mile. So he will get back and run on. So uh, he may find this a little bit short, uh, but he does go into the quality Number two, three beans races very well here, and his, and his group plays. So so the numbers here are two, four, five, and six. Two? Oh.
3: Hello. Five and six. What
2: was
4: that, thing? Big Sim?
3: Oh, Rob, I <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
4: Oh, no. Here it is. <laughs> Okay. Speak fluent Japanese. <laughs> yeah. S- somebody order the Bento box. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Race seven is a sixteen hundred metre mares. This is a benchmark eighty-four. Shaw needs a lock-in for most punters today into a dollar ninety. Clearly the best backed runner. But how about a bit of a roughie? Jared Ruffhead, Number seven, Esposito Gold. Good lordy me. Loves the track and trip. Forty six dollars into twenty-three. One and seven, race seven. Race eight to 2040 metre Cox Plate start. Hello. Benchmark hey, night. Tags, we've got to get your uh, yeah. quality selections, don't yeah, we, yeah. first? Oh, hey, 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 hey. It's not all got about you. Yeah,
2: oh, well. On. We yeah. yeah. oh, what little, about that? little selection.
4: takeover yeah, there, David, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: Race seven. I don't know. He's not even on the intro and he takes yeah, over. A little takeover
3: from the
4: f- fresh face. <laughs> we we, we could actually really you be taken out.
3: aback with the intro.
4: No, I was just flowing along there and just completely forgot yeah. the rhythm and melody. It's yeah. been a while. <laughs> Thinking
3: about yourself and not worrying about your teammates. There's no eye in here, my man. No eye, switched no off. Eye. I anyway, uh, you, mate, we could take knee one out
2: here, but I will throw in the three as well. So, um, and also, if you like number two, that's if you want to take a separate one. Snogging, throw her. You could throw her in. Um, I know she failed last. Last start. There's a month between runs. She does race better with her races spaced, because uh, she doesn't like the back-up. That was the reason for her fail. So, uh, Shawnee, first time around the valley, won't bother her. The numbers are one and three. Mm. Box seed, snogging, gets a really nice run. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I've left name. her out.
3: What a fantastic name,
2: snogging. But she just it's doesn't snoggeroom. back up. I spoke to Trent Busserton that after a run. he goes, She doesn't back up, so that's why he spaced her runs. You got the direct line to Trent yes. and Natalie. Yes. They're flying. Young Busserton.
3: Yes. Training just quickly winners. on the text. Uh, speckled Text Machine, O four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Great names for horses. See, I think snogging's a great name. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a.
4: This would bring us back to that great question we once posed here on behalf of the captain: What's in a great name?
2: <laughs> What's in a great name? Correct.
3: Okay. Waikiki Moo Cow. One and three in the second leg. Correct. One and One three. Great weight. Okay. Yeah.
4: We're up to race Third eight. Third This is the Cox Plate start. Two thousand and forty B's. This is Benchmark Ninety. This is we spoke to Calvin McAvoy. Secret Blaze, best I've ever had. Mm. This horse, four dollars into three dollars fifty. But the best backed runner is Rupture, number nine, mm. four dollars into three seventy. So nine on top of six. Rupture, he drops back from the twenty four hundred meter Bendigo Cup. And gets back to the mile and a quarter here. Yeah, maybe,
2: and that suits him. Maybe the 2400's a little bit too far for him. That's why he's getting that drop back in distance.
3: Uh, really important here, Tags, there's a number here that you must put in your I'm It's em- going to knock. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to knock you out of the quaddy, but I will if you don't get this number in. Looking
2: so for let's... a genuine 2000 metre horse here. Uh, Gun down, he's a wet tracker. The toppy, I just don't think. I know we've had nine mil, but and and the and the suited by the valley, but and and while Sava good four. yeah, exactly. That's the thing. But Valley does have cushion, but I think he is a genuine wet tracker. And while Sava Heat and Mr Moneybags, I don't think they'll get the trip too. They get they're stretching out for the first time. So the numbers here are six, seven, nine, and ten. Good you boy. left the three out. Oh, good boy. I've left the three out. Yep. Yes, Yeah, Heat. I don't think you
3: will get the trip. You've well. got the better of the day. In your oh, the I'll tell rate, you what the better of the day is Great on. sinker-like, Scoop. Yeah, I've had oh, a bit mate. of luck on this day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
4: Race 8, the benchmark Sorry. 90, the best bet by Simon O'Donnell coming to you just I reckon in. it's the widest, the You're wide, wide open race here, mate. Oh, it is. Okay. Race okay. okay. 9. Yes. It
2: is. Yeah. I thought you said you had your best bet here. No, no, Simon. Oh. It
4: was in the last race. Oh, the last race. Yeah. 1,200 metre, benchmark 78. Pace listen. The... Sorry? Pace to listen. Yeah. Rounds up oh. the quaddy leg. And Morrissey, number 10, $6 into $3.90. Now, he's third up. You know he performed beautifully on debut here at Mooney Valley. Gets the claim. Good use of the claim. Gate three, 57 kilos, Lockie King. $6 into $3.90, clearly the best-backed runner. Six fifty into four eighty suggests the Spirit of Aquata, number six, mm. will be hard to beat. 10 and 6 race nine, the two best-backed runners.
2: Yeah, wishing Gareth Andrews all the best with Spirit of Aquata. As I said earlier, wide-open race, so going wide here. So, Scooby, got enough ink in that pen? Numbers are five, six, 7 five,
3: six, seven.
2: Nine, 10, 11,
3: 12. Nine, 10, 11, 12. Oh, strength.
2: $224. 224
3: What's How much is half of that? 112 mate. 112 Thank yeah. you. Okie dokie. Numbers for David Taggart's quad at Mooney Valley today. $56 for a quarter. Two, four, five, wow. and six. First league. One and three in the second league. Six, seven, nine, and ten in the third league, which is the better, the better of the days amongst those four numbers. And the final league, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep. So you could
2: shorten it with your bed of the day and you could even take Shawnee one out too. Yeah. Ooh. Two, two or, or you could just have
3: do a little, all up. Out. Yeah, do a little all up in the middle of all that oh, just to yeah. line the pockets. Oh, oh. Oh. oh, the mind boggles.
4: We're coming back with your best bet.
3: After we have a break, yes. Oh. We got a bit Can't more, wait for it. got a bit more time <laughs> up our sleeve today. It must be because you're here and no one wants to talk. We're too frightened. <laughs> oh. We'll take a little break and be back with more of the odds. couple Thanks things to bet in just a moment. It,
0: on SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. <laughs> I'll
3: take over. From you. I'll take over. Ah, welcome back to The Odds Couple. Any danger of you blokes putting some earphones on so you know we're back on air and stop talking? I'm just excited that Sim's back. It's, did you get a good yeah. night's sleep last night? No, I didn't sleep very well last night. Yeah. So it was, was sort it, of was a bit...
4: It, it was hot. Did it have anything to do with the rustling of the new growth? It's on the <laughs> silk
3: pillow. It pulls on the pillow a bit. You know, I, I went... Looks like Papa Smurf, yeah. doesn't he? You know? I think it suits him. My wife doesn't like it. She I won't kiss me. I yeah. oh, don't blame her. I went, went to give her a kiss last night. Yeah, I me. Got the knockback. Shave that off. Got the knockback. Yeah, I got that.
4: So you're thinking of heading I to the it, I it, I So, that I so there was no snogging?
3: Uh, I don't think it'll last the weekend. No no snogging? Oh. I miss my wife. Well, here you go. Um, oh. Some good names coming up on the text machine. Oink. <laughs> Oink. Oink. Real pig of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a horse called uh, Oink in
4: Brisbane, isn't there?
3: Oh, I think they Yeah, yeah, there I'm is, not yeah, sure yeah, There's yeah. one called Oink. Bin Danson is another suggestion. Chili Prawn, I reckon that's Pickers horse. That's Pickers it? horse. It's yeah, been yeah. sold. It's been sold. It's All a right. hack. Yeah. yeah. Five hundred thousand. I think. Five hundred dollars. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, sorry.
2: Five hundred. Up north. Okay. The the flight fee will be more than what the horse costs. Best <laughs> around the country for you, Mr. Taggart. I'm going and I'm wishing uh, Sam Clinton Clinton, all the best. This might be her biggest win. It's a listed race. Race 8, number 1, Bonamy, up in Sydney.
4: Simon? oh, I'm convinced. Race 9, number 12, Rose Hill, today. Placed in a benchmark 78, and uh, mm. with 53 kilos, Team Snowden.
3: Got Exaltara up here uh, this day last year. Today I'll get uh, Race 8, number 7 up, and that's Danon Roman. and Roman. There's,
2: there's that. quad the in Sydney. Got Exaltara up this day last year. Off the year. bench
3: coming up, uh, that's the end.
0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
3: The odds couple for today. Look forward to your company again next Saturday. Have a great day on the punt.